living with cancer can be challenging mm -hmm. and full of unknowns, mm -hmm. but it can also be beautiful and purposeful. You are not alone, I'll support you through. You don't have to run, you can always overcome everything that you've been through. Share your story here and lay down your fears. We all hear your pain and there's only love to gain. You can get it all right here. Hello, welcome to Good Things from the Couch. I am your host, Elizabeth Davies, and I am a mental health counselor and author. And today, my guest is Angelina, who first saw me for counseling in 2017. Welcome to the show, Angelina. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Wonderful. When you first came to see me in 2017, uh, you had a few goals. Uh, one of the things that you wanted me to help you with was to work through your physical and emotional grief and loss of your current condition, which is being diagnosed with uh, colorectal cancer, yes? Yes. Very difficult. The second goal was you wanted me to help you move forward in giving back and feeling good so you could create an enjoyable life. That's yes. a challenge. That is a challenge. <laughs> and the third, the third thing you wanted me to help you with was to help helping you find a purpose because prior to coming into counseling, um, you had a great purpose teaching youth uh, dance. So we'll talk about that a little bit today. And the last thing that you wanted me to help you with uh, in counseling was helping you accept your limitations. So that's where uh, that's where you were when you first started coming in in 2017. It's been four years since we've um, oh. talked or you know Time met. Flies. <laughs> yeah. Time flies. So I just kind of want, if you can, to just start with. Back in 2017, when you first came to see me, kind of let the listeners know what was going on and give them a little bit of background about that. Sure. Um, what happened was I was uh, diagnosed with cancer and processing all I'd been through, um, that was a challenge. It was so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I, I graduated with a master's in special ed in June 2014. I turned 42 in August. And I was diagnosed with stage three colorectal cancer, October 2014. Mm. So I didn't have much time to process things. Mm -hmm. um, we had to act fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had um, chemo radiation for six weeks, mm -hmm. followed by uh, low anterior resection. Um, and also then I had stronger chemo for four months every other week. Mm. And then I was... Oh, I had an ileostomy also, which that was a struggle to, to make peace with them. But then I had the reversal of the ileostomy um, in September mm -hmm. 2015. Mm -hmm. um, so much grief and loss. Yes. Um, we moved from New York to Arizona uh, with my two elderly parents. Mm -hmm. And um, we lost my dad in 2016. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, I felt so lost mm -hmm. because how to start to sort through the aftermath of where cancer had left me. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew I couldn't do it on my own. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was so happy to have found you. Oh, thank you. It, it, I can't even imagine, uh, but a lot of the listeners that are listening today have probably had cancer. And, 
and it's awesome to have you on our show so that you can kind of let people know how do you get through all the losses and and the losses for you you know were not just like loss of your career because you'd been teaching dance since I think 2003 so you had a, a career in dance uh, then you lost uh, so the, the loss of your physical abilities to do what you used to be able to do, yes. the job and the mm -hmm. career and the dreams of being a, a dance teacher. Then also the loss of your dad, which was another huge loss. The loss of, at that time you told me you'd gone out with a boyfriend, I think for seven years. It had been quite a while. Oh, yes, yes. He was, he didn't have the capacity to be there for me. Mm -hmm. So um, I remember saying to God, okay, God, I was walking around in my driveway at the time back in New York, and I said, what do I do, you know, mm -hmm. and I thought, what about if I moved to Arizona with my parents, and we lived with my brother, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, Elizabeth, this, like, peace just settled mm -hmm. upon me, um, and so I said, okay, you know, I love you, but I'm leaving, <laughs> mm -hmm. because, mm -hmm. you know, you have to, cancer really makes things brings clarity and courage mm -hmm. to make some big changes. Yes, yes. And you needed to be around a support if he wasn't able to be there oh, for you. Exactly. Right, you need a support system, and your family happened to be more of a support system for you at that time, for sure. Right, And right. still is. Oh, it's wonderful mm -hmm. to have family. I, mm -hmm. I'm very blessed for that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of losses, loss of... Uh, career, right? Loss of, right. Of, of a boyfriend, loss of being able to physically function the way you used to be able to prior to cancer. Um, so there was a lot, a lot of loss going on. And, uh, and I kind of wanted to talk about too is finding a purpose after that. Because sure. so many people, I've, I've dealt with so many clients too, not just with cancer, but, but injuries that have sure. knocked them out of having their dreams come true. Uh, specifically like athletes that I've worked with who had a career in professional sports and now they had an injury and now they could not play professional sports anymore and they saw their whole future as doing that. And I, I mean, did you see your whole future prior to cancer? You kind of think about, oh, I'm going to be a dance teacher or tell, tell us a little bit about yeah. that. Sure. I, um, before the cancer, I was, um, like I said, working towards my master's in special ed. I had actually got a job working at um, a special education center mm -hmm. and I was teaching at-risk youth and kids with disabilities. Um, I had a dance school for a while. Mm -hmm. So I imagined that and I also imagined that I I was doing good work. Mm -hmm. You know, I was really, um, felt like I was helping. Yes. And, yes. and then I also wanted to have children and get married so mm -hmm. there was quite a bit of challenge going on and I think um, you know counseling was very helpful mm -hmm. to help you process those feelings mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. overcome you know the circumstances mm -hmm. I've been a dancer my whole life and mm -hmm. uh, it was difficult to accept that mm -hmm. uh, the surgeries and treatments that saved my life actually damaged the muscles and nerves yeah. In my right leg, so now I use a walker. Mm -hmm. But you helped me um, to grieve the loss of what could have been mm -hmm. and accept a life that was waiting for me. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I discovered that resistance was impeding my ability to yeah. progress through the grief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember you told me you were so, so helpful and so wise. I get a little choked up just thinking about it, but. Aww. I remember you said your talents and gifts 
were given to you, you know, by God on the day you were conceived, and He will not take these gifts away, mm-hmm. and that maybe now He needs you to use these talents in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, what helped me was your affirmation cards. Yeah, um, realizing the power of intention; those are mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you so much. I've had many people talk about how uh, my good things emotional healing cards, which are my affirmation cards, have really been inspirational in helping yes. change their thoughts or the way they look at things to really inspire them to a different outcome mm-hmm. or a different uh, way of looking at things. Um, I just think what you said is so powerful too. Uh, when we have huge losses like you had, where it's just one loss after the other other loss physically, loss of having children, being able to have a family, loss of where you lived, having your dance studio, your dad, all these losses. (laughs) My whole life. (laughs) Right? It's just so many losses at once. And then to be able to just process through that many losses and to be able to come back and say, one of the things that you had said in your notes um, that I loved was saying, instead of realizing what I I used to be able to do, instead of the loss of like, I used to be able to dance, I used to be able to, to have a studio, I used to be able to have all these things uh, now it's about what I can do now and that was really powerful too where you made that switch Thank you right that's just like a, a mind shift a mind mm-hmm. shift so so many times we grieve what could have been right what we could have been like our dreams yeah. our hopes the what we what we right. desired our career all these things and then you know our destiny is something else. Our fate happens to be something else, unexpected, we could have never imagined happening. Uh, But then knowing, like, and so now here's what I'm capable of now. I I was capable of all that before, you know, the diagnosis. But now this is what I can still do. Now I can still use talents and gifts, but in a different way, Um, which is just really amazing. So you you really worked through so much to get to that, to get to that point. And I'm so grateful for you. you you're so <laughs> insightful and encouraging. And um, you really help to, you know, through therapy, um, which I think is very important. Yes. <laughs> you know, very, very important. Um, but you helped me to increase my self-confidence mm-hmm. and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, many, maybe many of the listeners can relate that uh, cancer um, had a big impact on that self-esteem took a big hit yes um but you helped me to realize that you know i still i'm here and i work so hard to get here and to embrace Mm -hmm. you know what's Mm -hmm. here oh and also you know what was very helpful elizabeth is your list guided meditation practice (laughs) (laughs) right right i'm trying to embrace everything that you t- helped me with and um, mm-hmm. that was when I would do a meditation mm-hmm. followed by a journal prompt that says how is my current situation for my highest good yes I remember that and I remember you said to me um, basically in each struggle you go through there's a lesson to learn mm-hmm. and you might not have learned that had it not been for whatever struggle you're going through yes um Mm-hmm. That that was that was very helpful. And we have to have an open heart, right? Because you can imagine here, uh, compiled with all the loss, is like, uh, like sometimes people feel like this isn't fair treatment. Like, why? Why yeah. would I get diagnosed with cancer? Like, why? How is this for my highest good? <laughs> right. I, right. Right. And you ask that question, and 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 you and you don't even you your cognitive mind can't even know how that could be for your highest good. But today. 
four years later. What can you tell the listeners about how that was for your highest good? What came about because of that? Because of that, and I did a lot of reflection, mm-hmm. and um, I realized that even though I'm not able to dance like I used to, I still can dance sitting in the chair, and um, you know, I embraced my quote unquote new normal. Yes, and and it's ever changing, really. Um, mm-hmm. But I saw I wanted dancing, even from a chair, makes me feel free and. Unstoppable and, mm-hmm. and hopeful, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I wanted to create something that would help people feel that way too, mm-hmm. even while facing challenges. Yes. So I created a dance YouTube channel called Dancing to Heal, with the number two, mm-hmm. to give help and hope to others through dance. Mm-hmm. And um, what it is is actually a I give a little mini dance class from my chair. <laughs> Uh, a short warm-up, a fun, easy-to-follow dance combination, and a brief cool-down. Um, and, and some cute music. music. I've done a couple some of them. Cute music, yes. I'm so happy. Thank you for your support. I love your little music that you do and the, and the video. Uh, you show pictures of your life before oh, and your yes. family. I love that part of it. And I can... That's cool. I can honestly say from doing some of those Dancing to Heal videos, sitting in my chair in my office, uh, that you wouldn't know that you you weren't able to stand. Like me watching you do it from the chair and me oh, doing it from my office chair. You. Like you said, you, you I do feel free doing it. Like I never think like, oh, you know, she's not able to move from, you know, or stand and do the dance moves. Um, I do feel free doing it. And that's so powerful for viewers. Um, so now you get to do Dancing to Heal videos uh, so you can still use dance, which was your passion when I met you, and I'm yeah. assuming it's yeah. still your passion. Uh, you can do it in a yeah. way that just can help millions of people, you know? And, I mean, there's millions of viewers on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it's a wonderful I, thing. It always lifts my mood, too, when I do your Dancing oh, to Heal videos. You. That makes I you know I appreciate that very much. I hope for it always know, makes me smile. One person. Yeah, it always makes me smile doing them. It's it's it is very freeing to learn the dance moves and everything. It's yeah, it's really it's really fun, fun. You know, a little escape. Mm-hmm. I I'm also working on a website, um, dancingtoheal.com, where people can share their story of mm-hmm. overcoming adversity mm-hmm. and their resources and mm-hmm. help them like mm-hmm. this wonderful program. Yeah, doing is helping people feel like they're not alone. That's and right. That's mm-hmm. so important. It's so important for us to know we're not alone in our struggles, and even even more so that we can overcome. Because you think about people like you who had all these losses, and we should also let the listeners know when you first started seeing me in 2017, and you had gone through chemo, that you had a reoccurrence of the cancer a year later. Yes. and you had to start exactly. all over. And I believe that you got from stage three to a stage four at one time. With the That's cancer, correct. I'm I'm currently stage four. Yeah. I had a recurrence in my right pelvic side wall, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was kind of another blow. Like, man, mm-hmm. like seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I have a strong faith, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and working through with you, you helped me realize that I've come so far, and I did it before. I yes. beat cancer. I can beat it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm. It was a very turning point because that, that could have been something else that knocks people down and mm-hmm. like like why even bother you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you helped me realize that I am 
I have a positive attitude and mm-hmm. I, you know, th- every moment is a gift. It um, is. Mm-hmm. I believe. And, uh, you know, I, I really learned that living with cancer, you know, just to let your listeners know, living with cancer can be challenging mm-hmm. and full of unknowns. Mm-hmm. But it can also be beautiful and purposeful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, tell them how it's been beautiful and purposeful for you, having it well, occur I twice. Think, sure. I, I have a support group that I'm with the um, for, for cancer survivors. Mm-hmm. And what I realized, listening to other people's stories, is that some people have had it several times. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, dug deep and... Was, were able to overcome mm-hmm. and find purpose through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm not able to use my leg. I have a dropped foot. Mm-hmm. And because of those uh, specific radiation, mm-hmm. and it helped me realize that, okay, things could always be worse. Mm-hmm. It could always be worse. And I, I think that has helped me in learning to stay present mm-hmm. and not dwell on the past mm-hmm. or worry about the future mm-hmm. you help me see that um, this helps you find joy mm-hmm. in the moment because mm-hmm. you know, that's all we have mm-hmm. and I have a, a quote that has helped me do you mind if I share it? I'd love it okay it is it says hope acknowledges the pitfalls and struggles along the path gives us the courage to confront our circumstances mm-hmm. And the capacity to surmount them. Mm-hmm. It's by Dr. Jerome Groupman. Um, the book is The Anatomy of Hope. Wow. So I, I, I had that on my mirror just as a mm-hmm. reminder. And mm-hmm. I, I believe, I hope I answered that question. My chemo brain. I <laughs> yeah. Well, like how we move from the loss to the hope. So one of the things is that you said is being in the present moment and knowing that, hey, I overcame cancer one time. I can do it this time. Dig deep. And also your faith. Because honestly, I believe like you too, like we do have a destiny. And if part of your your specific journey is is getting cancer, it doesn't mean that God's done with you yet. He still has a purpose and a plan for your life. And that's the part that we have to somehow look beyond our current situation and say, well, what is the plan now? What could my right. destiny be now? Because I already had it all planned out. I was going to be a dance teacher <laughs> my whole life. You know, it's like, what is the plan now? What can I do now? I mean, I know what I used to be able to do. What can I do now? To find purpose, which is so important yeah. because think about how easy is to get depressed or down with that type of sure. a medical condition. And, you know, Elizabeth, I do have moments um, to let everyone know. You do have those moments. Yes. And I realize that acknowledging mm-hmm. that and um, that helps because I don't stay there too long. Yeah. You know, I, I have like maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes of crying and mm-hmm. being upset, but then I try to do something that brings me joy mm-hmm. like I'm learning to play the piano again I started when I was younger I wasn't so successful back then <laughs> but um but you know I'm that helps to also because that was bring you joy painting or whatever yeah, that's the big thing too. I remember talking to you about that. Like music was something that brought you joy. Dancing was something yeah. that brought you joy. Doing Tai Chi, which I don't know if you can do that anymore. Oh, you know, I do it from my chair. Wonderful. I can stand for a little bit, but then, you know. Yeah. And doing Tai and journaling. I remember working Journaling, yes. I remember working with you and talking about why don't you do a cancer journal? Like 
journal about every day going through this this journey, this cancer journey. Mm. And you started journaling a lot, and that was something as well. Here's another thing I was thinking about. If you wouldn't have got the stage 4 colorectal cancer, okay, would you have been able to be as big of a blessing to your mom who needed a caregiver when your dad died? Like there's other things that... something I think about that, yes. I did care for my mom. She had asthma very badly. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I really believe that. I, that's another purpose I had to yes. have her, and I was there. And actually, I was—I guess you can say—in remission. I don't like to use that term too much, but for a year and a half after my dad passed, I was good, mm-hmm. and I took care of her. You know, mm-hmm. she was—we lived with my brother. I still live with my brother mm-hmm. and sister-in-law. But you know, taking her to doctors, mm-hmm. being there for her when mm-hmm. she. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, had to go to the hospital, and mm-hmm. and I can honestly say, as I get choked up, as hard as it is, because I do miss my mom and dad every day. Mm-hmm. But I feel good that I could been there for them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. has your mom since passed? Then, since I've seen you, oh I'm, gosh, yes, I'm yes. so sorry. Yes, in 2018. Wow, November. Wow. But, yes, I but didn't you know, that. yeah, she was in the hospital, and I was undergoing treatment. Um, maintenance chemo. I've been on maintenance chemo, mm-hmm. and I was not able to be there in the hospital with her. And gosh, that was so hard. Mm-hmm. But you know, she came home. She had. She's was her strength gave me strength. Mm-hmm. She said that I was her hero, and I said, No, no, you're my hero. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And she came home, and we had this day together. Mm-hmm. Um, we laughed. We watched The Voice with Adam Levine. And I love that show, The Voice. <laughs> Awesome, right? <laughs> yes. I love that show. I, yeah, me too. And I you fed her Culver's um custard. She loved Aww. that. And yeah, and Aww. we were laughing with my nephews. Um and then the next day she passed. Mm. And but I'm so I wrote a poem. I, I kinda do poetry though too, you know. And about how, you know, that one more day I'm so grateful for that as mm-hmm. much as I would hope for years. Mm-hmm. At least we had that one day, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that was a blessing. Too. And it was a good, it was a good memory. Your last memories were good. Yes, yes, I'm very fortunate about that. Well, I am very sorry about the loss of your mom, but I'm oh, sure she, you. I'm sure she doesn't miss Earth. No, no, you know, I said, okay, mom. I know, I know you're dancing with daddy. She is. <laughs> he's stepping all over your feet. He always did. <laughs> My mom was a dancer. My dad was not. Oh, I love it. That's great. That's wonderful. But it is like sometimes this terrible tragedy that we see as such a tragedy happens, and then it's only because like we're forced to go into this other situation, like helping your mom be a caretaker of your mom, where you're being a huge blessing over here. And at the time, you might not see it. You might you might right. say you're you're in such a big a big uh, difficult situation with your own personal struggles with and physical struggles with cancer and, and the depression and these different things but yet you can move over here and realize you're still being a blessing to someone else and it's important that the listeners yeah. know that sometimes when a tragedy happens it forces us out of doing one thing but we can still be a blessing to someone else in a different way that we would not have been you know that we would yeah, not have been if so this true. tragedy wouldn't have happened yeah that's true. Yeah. And I'm so glad I'm here. My my outcome would have been very different if I just stayed home. Yes. Back in New York. Yes. And even moving. And um, was a and even moving this meant to yeah, be. It was big. <laughs> yeah, and you and you would have never moved without that diagnosis. Right. So some I really probably I probably would not have. 
Mm-hmm. So these. But I have to tell you. Oh, go ahead. You know, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, just to reiterate. So these things that are happening sometimes we don't understand that they're. We don't understand until looking back. Like, oh, I can see. Like, because of this terrible thing happening, I was able to be a blessing to my mom, or move to this other state, and have family support, or different things happening. Yes, uh, that we don't see at the time. We can't see at the time. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, I'm at the Mayo Clinic, and I'm very fortunate. I have excellent care, mm-hmm. a big care team. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I don't know if I told you, but uh, I never thought I'd meet anyone to be with after a cancer diagnosis. I thought no one is going to be there for me. No one's going to take that on. But I recently met someone wonderful. and. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we met for coffee, and um, he said to me, so tell me about your, because I had my walker, you know, he said, tell me about your balance issues, because I'm an acupuncturist, and I thought to myself, Elizabeth, okay, this is going to be the quickest cup of coffee, and And I said, well, I'm living with cancer, and my doctors tell me I'm doing extremely well compared to others in my situation. Mm. And I paused and I said, so did I scare you off? And he, and he said, not at all. Wow. And he told me how his father had cancer. And I was wow. like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's been like eight months. I was like, happy to tell you that, you know, listeners, it's okay. Like you and can still have a partner. Like someone who yeah, still loves you just the way you are and accepts you just the way you are regardless of your condition. Regardless, yes, and I never thought that was possible, so I hope that your listeners, whatever your struggle is, you know, there is hope, there is someone yes. there for you. You can still find love. Yes, I remember when I was seeing you back in 2017 um, that you had started Tai Chi, maybe it was even maybe 2018, and that the instructor was very, very kind, and he had asked you out on a date way back then. Oh, yes, yeah. So I didn't know whatever whatever happened with that, but I'm thrilled for you in this new... That crashed and burned. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you can laugh about it. That crashed and burned. Listen, look, if you can't laugh, girl. Sense of humor is also what helped me get through, you know? Yes, you have to be able to have a sense of humor for sure. For sure, I would say I laugh every single day, even in oh, even yeah. in counseling sessions. I laugh, you know. Um, That's right. You have a great laugh, by the way. You make me happy every time you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so I am. I'm excited for you that now you found love too. Yes. I All these it, really. You what? I can't believe it, you know? Yeah, that's wonderful. That is just thrilling. Uh, All these wonderful, good things that can come from uh, terrible things, really, you know, from the tragedy, you know, like uh, ashes to a garden, you know, I don't know how else to say it, you know, like just all these beautiful things that can come from something so tragic. That's very true. And I remember you saying, Lori, there are, you, you don't realize, but there are are different seasons and yes. there are many blessings in the seasons ahead yes. and that gave me hope too yeah i didn't know exactly what that was at the time but i had to trust i had to trust that there would be and there was a season for love yes <laughs> <laughs> and a season for healing yeah. And a season for giving, like giving to your mom. And a season for creating, creating season for giving, and a season for mourning. 
you know, yeah. where we where we mourn the loss and the grief. A season, there is a season for everything. And also, it just reminds me uh, about this hope thing that's so important for for our listeners too. Like, also, there's this this scripture in the Bible that talks about we find what we seek, and so. If you're seek, if you still had that hope that hey, I could still find love, or there might still be someone out there, or I could still be a blessing, or I can still have a purpose with right. dance, even though you never would have thought of videos until you know you're forced into that yeah. situation. But you find other ways that the spirit within you, the soul within you, still has a purpose always to create something new. And these will come to us in ideas, right? Like one day, somewhere yeah. along the line, you had this idea to create these. It was- Dance right. to heal video. My heart several yeah. several times it came. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this might be something. Right where it does, it comes, and I and it's important to let the listeners know to kind of listen to that quiet, still voice inside. Yeah, that gives us hope and gives us ideas to do other things uh, that we don't realize at the time is going to be a big blessing in a different way. I mean, in your studio, you could help people. You know, the people that came to your studio. But when you do YouTube videos, you can help millions of people across the world. That would be wonderful. Yeah, right? Same with me with writing a book. I remember um, That's right. in, in uh, 2008, I felt like the tapping to write a book. And I remember thinking, what am I going to write a book about? I have a super successful private practice. I love doing what I'm doing. I'm, you know, I'm making good right. money. I have two offices, all these things. And I kept getting this tap, like, you need to be writing. And I'm thinking, what, you know, I was kind of resistant. And then uh, things right. happened that kind of forced me into that position, if you will. Uh, just negative things started happening at work and different things. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to surrender to what I'm supposed yeah, to be doing. Surrender. And surrendering, right? Yeah, I learned that. And patience. Surrender and patience. I Surrendering. I, and I think they are very important. They are, right? Because we can be so resistant because this is not what we want to do. This is not what I want to have. Right. This is not what I want, you know? And we're like this little kid like, no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then the reason I write this, or the reason I bring this up about writing is it was the same thing with you where uh, on YouTube you can reach millions of people. Well, same with me. I, I would ask God, like, right. Holy Spirit, like, why do you want me to write? And it's like, because you can reach more people. I could reach a certain amount of people in private practice, people that came to my office, but when you write a book, it can go across the world and reach people all over That's the world, true. which my book it's now is in nine countries, you know, so it's like, wow. That's you, wonderful. Right? You don't think about things like that at the time, that you have a bigger purpose than you could even imagine. And and um, my brother is a traumatic brain injury survivor, mm-hmm. and he is, was, uh, is a good inspiration. Mm-hmm. And, him and him and his wife wrote a book, and... You know, you're true. You can really help others. Mm-hmm. You can reach a larger audience than you can just maybe and telling one person your yeah. story. Yeah. In, in ways you never imagine. And I remember I would wake up in the morning. Sometimes in the morning, I don't know what it is, but ideas will come to me. And I keep a little journal by my bed. And I just jot a couple things down after I kind of get out of bed. Or I put it in my phone. I'm not so great with technology. My brother Bill helps me with the videos, mm-hmm. but um, but sometimes in the morning before the craziness of the day starts, sometimes those ideas come to you. I don't know if you ever found that. Yes, I have. I've been laying in bed and ideas come to me too, and I I get up and write them down, jot them down. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I forget. Right, and we should and we should let listeners know to always do that. Like and and oftentimes, don't you think too? Like you were saying with about the dance videos, it didn't just come to you once. No. Right? Same with me with writing. Set a constant right. there. 
Same with me with writing. It didn't just come to me once or twice or three. It was like this tapping for several months. You're like, okay, right. already. Okay, already. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I mean, Yeah. And I remember thinking, when I'm teaching dancer and I was doing things, I was on all the time, and you know, but... And people would come to me you know, several times. If you, they like you, they see you, and they're like, "Oh, Elizabeth." And, and um, I remember thinking, I'm just sort of kind of private about other issues. You know, I don't really. And it was a big thing to say. Okay, I think that I can feel confident enough to tell the world mm-hmm. that I have stage four cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, took that chance, kind of a little risk. Mm-hmm. But if I don't tell people about colorectal cancer or, you know, it's like an awareness. I never realized what that, I didn't even hear the word until I was diagnosed mm-hmm. I, back then. But now mm-hmm. you see more awareness and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's important. It is because you never know by telling someone that who could bond or have their own story or say, I know someone else that went through that. You just don't know when you're just really no. vulnerable like that and put all that out there, you know? Yes, And I've met people say in Sprouts or another grocery store and you know you talk to them a little bit but then they start to ask questions like mm-hmm. what were your symptoms and whatever this and that and I mm-hmm. said oh maybe I met that person for a reason you know that's right that's Step right outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. You know, in a safe way in a safe way yeah in a safe way to the people that you feel comfortable doing that with yeah right right for sure so it's just so uh, hopeful uh, to be able to talk to you, Angelina, and and know and let the listeners know too that uh, for people that struggle with cancer or people that have struggled with terminal illness or any of these things, that you still have a purpose. There's right. still a plan for your life. You still have inherent talents and gifts that can be used to bless others. You know, yes. uh, and and it's and it's about getting out of our own pain or our own suffering for a moment to ask that question: Who can I still be a blessing to in this situation that yes. I'm in, in my current pain, in my current medical situation, in my current mental health situation? Right. Who can I still be a blessing to? And there is always something. There's always, always something to be grateful for. Yes. And to be to help others. Yes. Yes, very, very much so. That is wonderful. So when we think about all these goals, finding a purpose, yes, you found a purpose. Yes. You even found love. <laughs> I did. I know. I did I'm telling you. <laughs> I love that part. You accept your limitations now. Yes. And you can do... You know, I have moments, but I, I oh, basically, yes. Yes, you have moments, but look what look at like when you make these dancing to heal videos with your limitations. You learned how to dance from a chair, mm-hmm, yeah, and share yeah. dance routines with other people from a chair. Who would have thought of that? Right. You can dance from a chair. You can do tai chi from a chair. I didn't know you could do tai chi from a chair. Yes, a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's still things it's, you can it's do. A lot of lot of different things that help through the healing process. Mm-hmm. And this is helping me heal as well too, being able to offer this for others. Yes, always. Yeah, that is our offering. You know, offering our story can be our offering even in, in inspiring other people. Yes, and yeah. you do the same with your 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 book and in this program. I think it's so yeah. much needed and and very very helpful. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being willing to be a guest, share your story. And it's so amazing that even with another loss I didn't know about with the loss of your mother, that you still have so much joy and purpose and hope. Uh, and that's a mind shift. Yeah. That's that's a choice, isn't it, though, Angelina? It is isn't a that choice. a choice? Yeah. Exactly yeah. a choice. Yeah. Because you can choose other ways, but this choice, I think, is very very important to, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. evaluate take a breath and say okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i am choosing to stay positive i'm yeah. choosing to do affirmations mm -hmm. and i also do um, guided meditations that's very helpful too and the guided meditations do you visualize yourself because lots of times when you and i work together with yes. the guided meditations i would say visualize yourself healing tell your body visualize yourself at your full potential oh, yes i'm glad you brought that up that's very true i do that and I think there's very, like you had mentioned, a very powerful yes. link between what you tell yourself yes. and how your body responds. Responds to that, yes. Because we're affirming for our body almost how to react. And so if I'm always, if I always, if you were to say like I have cancer all the time, even though you did, rather than yes, that's the truth. But what you're telling your body is like my body is healing. My body is capable of healing. My body, uh, yes is in, in wellness and in wholeness and harmony flows through me and healing flows through me and you can still say those things with an illness very true very you know true. you can still say those things with when you have physical limitations my body heals easily my body recovers my body has an amazing immune system my you can still say those things in the midst of physical ailments and injuries and even you know Yes, any any terminal illness, life life changing events. Yeah, yeah, um, and 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 in loss, in, in in an emotional loss because there was so much emotional loss too from your diagnosis. You know, of yeah. having a dance studio and having to give that up, and the move, and the relationship, and all those other things. Uh, you can still say, I know I said this when I I lost my brother back in 2018 suddenly, and it was a very devastating oh, I'm loss. So sorry. Yeah, it is. It was a devastating loss. And I remember telling myself, I am going to fight for joy every day. Because do you ever feel with a loss, like a little bit of joy just kind of like leaks out? And, and it's just like you have to just fight for joy when you're in the middle of a really you deep do. loss. And it was just a That's mental a way to put it. Right. And I just told myself every day I'm going to fight for joy every day. Um, and I would force myself to do things that I used to enjoy or music could elevate my mood or reading things that were right. uplifting or going to a support group. And sometimes, sometimes like you were saying, listening to other cancer patients in your survivor group and that they have it worse, <clears throat> it sometimes makes you feel like, wow, like I have it bad but that person has it even worse than me and sometimes listening right. to those stories I know when I was uh, working in a grief and loss group listening to people's stories that had worse losses than me it's like kind of puts it in perspective for us sometimes it right puts it in perspective that's right yeah where we don't I feel say it could always be worse yeah because someone does have it worse bad but mm -hmm. yeah so I love yeah. those uh, guided imagery, visualizing us at our full potential, visualizing wholeness and health in our body. Um, yes. I'm wondering now, because it's been several years uh, since you've had the cancer reoccur, right? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Um, was it 2017 I had recurrence? Yeah. Right. 
right? So, I mean, don't you think even, who knows if those visualizations and those guided imageries and those affirmations literally gave your body the extra boost too, you know what I mean? Mentally and emotionally, the extra boost sure. to, to allow more healing to flow through you and to receive more healing. I believe that. Too. Yeah. I do too, yeah. It's a, it's a really pretty powerful when we, we combine our mental um, strengths with that, like our mental affirmations of health and healing along oh, with yeah. the medical all the mo- I call, all the modalities, treatment. I say. Yes, all the modalities. It's yeah. so, so important. And the pudding, realizing that you have to uh, advocate for yourself and, yeah. and put your health first. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people will understand and others won't. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's always a choice. That's right. Yeah. Oh, always that's wonderful. Is there anything else you want the viewers to know or the listeners to know about um, overcoming this and not feeling alone? Any advice you have to someone who is currently going through chemotherapy or cancer treatments and um Um, sure i would say it's important to reach out Mm -hmm. and join some sort of support group Mm -hmm. that fits you Mm -hmm. everyone's different but don't be afraid to take that risk Mm -hmm. and reach out and share what you're comfortable sharing Mm -hmm. but there's hope there's always hope Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always have hope, and, and you're stronger than you think you are. Yes, and you can overcome so much. True, true, true. True, true, true. Thank you so much for um, taking time to share your story with our listeners oh. today, Angelina. Um, I wish Thank you, you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely, absolutely, and to all of your list, all of these listeners, um, thank you for tuning in today to listen to Angelina's story, uh, so that you know you are not alone in your emotional struggles, and that we can heal from difficult thoughts, difficult feelings, difficult behaviors, difficult situations and circumstances. May good things continue to come your way from the couch. Thank you. You are not alone, also. Awesome.